Monet, I was just looking up the Anchor app. Have you heard about this? I've heard of it. Something to do with podcasts, right? Okay, so Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's absolutely free. Mm-hmm. And they have this like creation tool that lets you record a podcast and edit it right from your phone or your computer. Oh, that's right, because they can distribute your podcast for you, and it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other podcast distribution places, right? Oh, and you will get the listeners, honey, and when you get the listeners, you make the coin thought mm-hmm. but here's the crazy thing. You actually don't have to have a minimum listenership to get money. You can still make coins. So it's essentially every single thing you need to make a podcast all in one place. Oh, you're just so tickled. You love the idea of making podcasts. I love you, Monet. I love you. Now listen, if you want to download the free Anchor app, you can also go to anchor.fm and get started. My name is Bob the Drag Queen. And I'm Monet Exchange. And And this this is Sibling Sibling Rivalry. Rivalry. In this episode, we talk about New Year's resolutions. We discuss the Gia Gun drama. And we found out what made me say this. I could not believe she said it. I was so shocked. Jiggly was still crying. Aja was being Aja. And we find out what made Monet say The Gia Gun is a fucking monster. What oh my god, guys, if you wanna become a true sibling, uh-huh. you can support us on our Patreon. It will help us make better content. Y'all always talk about how our sound quality is kind of crunchy. Y'all see our crunchy ass green screens. We are trying to get some uh some Trixie and Katya level <laughs> uh, professionalism up <laughs> in this professional. So if you guys go to our Patreon uh, and and, the, and if you guys give, then our content will just get it, it'll become a higher and higher quality each time. When I type it in, <laughs> I can't type it. <laughs> what are you? SiblingRivalryPodcast.com. <laughs> Jesus, get off your phone. Why can't you type it? Because the cords are in the way. And- <laughs> Podcast.com. All right. Oh, look at our, oh my god, look at our website. We got a website. <laughs> I hate you. Work. Go to SilvingRobberyPodcast.com and click on support. You can click on our Patreon. It really helps. Patron. It's Patreon. But they, yo, uh, Brooklyn educated ass. Um, so guys, now there are different uh, levels. You can, for one dollar, you can be a stranger. <laughs> And by the way, money has by the way, money is seeing all this for the first time ever. For one dollar, you can be a stranger, and by by joining us, one dollar, you you will basically get our un you will get our gratitude. Um, <laughs> for five dollars, you can become a cousin. A cousin. You're not quite a sibling, but we are related. You have access to our locked feed. You see exclusive content and behind the scenes footage, and um, you you can support the continuation of sibling rivalry. And for ten dollars a month, you will be a sibling. You are yes. one of our official siblings. Um, you have access to our locked feed. You see exclusive content, behind-the-scenes footage, and you can support the continuation of Sibling Rivalry. And for $15, I will video some of my hookups. Will you really? Yeah. What part? Like when they walk in the door? When they walk in the door, so you can see them. But we... when Monet I'll I, blur the, hair, the places out. That's shady. When Monet and I hang out, we do uh, record ourselves sometimes. If you guys check... We already have... Uh, from the time we uh, went down to Monet's uh, show at... Oh, uh, yeah. At so, we do pieces. have footage of us hanging out. Therapy. Therapy. We do have footage of us hanging out and kicking and stuff. So, please go to SiblingRivalryPodcast.com. Click on support. It would really help us out a lot. And... Uh, ne- maybe next time we won't be sitting in Monet's living room with the uh, I just realized I was on with the ceiling fan clicking the whole time. Oh my god, I think that's all that's gonna be in the video. Well, listen, work. I don't think I picked it up. Honey, honey. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Hi, Bob. <laughs> um, it's about to be Christmas. It's, it's, it, it is currently Christmas Eve. 
It is Christmas Eve. Um, it is currently uh, a few days away from Kwanzaa. <laughs> Two. Kwanzaa is the 26th. The 26th to the 1st. Uh-huh. Um, Hanukkah been done past. It did. She was like the first. You know, do you know Hanukkah moves around? Like Hanukkah can be as early as the um, the ending of November to as late as like when Kwanzaa starts. So Jews are shifty. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to say? Cracker, you heard that? <laughs> I'm not saying she's anti-Semitic, but... L'chaim, <laughs> listen, um, I would like to start by saying it's good to see you. We both just came back from our respective tours. Yes! Except mine is still going on. Well, yours is still going on, too. We have one more show in Boston. We have four more, the what, day after Christmas. What was your last show? Our last show was in... Austin, Texas, and I had the best trade in Austin. I'm trying right now. You know Austin has the best trade in okay, the world. I, I told you that. I did, I, girl, literally, I am, they were great. I told you, Austin has the best trade, the sexiest guys. Yeah, it's weird. Why, Austin? Live in Austin? And they know how to have sex. Yes! Okay, so the first guy came over, and so when I, so when I um, get trade on the docket, I schedule two or three, just in case one flicks out, you know what I mean? That's too much. No, it's not. Overachieving fish. <laughs> so the first guy came over and it was great. He was hot. We had a great time. We like we like. Can you describe some of his physical attributes? Um, he was taller than me. You know, you know, you know. I like tall. Also, Monet likes to say on stage she's six foot two. Monet is five ten. I'm not five ten. Five eleven. I'm five eleven and three quarters. Actually, I'm five ten and three quarters. Anyway, oh wait, sorry, I'm five. God damn it. <laughs> Go ahead. So he's all of it. So he he was about about six one, six two, and he works in the he he's, he used to be in the military, but he's out the military. So now he does IT. That's like physical attributes. I don't need to know his job and his, his kids. <laughs> he and doesn't what, have what kids. He, um, he was tall. He had a nice body. He had a nice body. He had a great dick. Oh, so here's a, okay. This is this is the, this is TMI. But this is what this is what sealed the deal for me, okay. bitch. She sent me. She texted me a video of her jerking off, and at at the top of the video, he spit on the dick. I was like. Come over. I don't need any more information. That's fucking hot. Get over. Girl, I was like, yes! And you were ready to soak it up. Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I think I sure did. And he was great. And he was everything. And then after that. I feel like you living your life as a bottom is a new thing. I feel like when I met you, you were like not the bottom queen. And now you're like. Really? Well, that is me. I, I, I didn't bottom for him. He actually bottom for me. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so we did that, and then that whole experience happened, and then we... Oh, so you were leaning on my... On my, on my <laughs> you're bad, D. If y'all don't know, Bob has literally... The, there is a video of Bob performing Legally Black <laughs> in San Francisco, and Bob is doing the choreo. Bob has had baddies for the past three, four years, and in the mid-number, your knee gives out on you, and your face tells the story, girl. It's my friend. I can't find... We need to find this video and post it on my, on my Twitter. <laughs> And then so after he left, then um, another guy, the other guy, he was like, hey, hey, are we still on? And I was like, Ugh, I guess. And then he came over and he was really hot too. And he had like, he's this white dude, tall with curly hair. It was really cute. And he was everything. Who was cuter? The second guy. Work. Well, the first guy was great too. Work. Yeah, Austin has a great trade. I didn't, I. I did have one bad trade story in Austin one time. Why? Oh, wow. Yeah, this guy, he was like really, uh, he kept like grabbing me. But when he would grab me, he would like do like this and like squeak exactly. Oh. And then you guys don't see what I'm, what I'm doing is like grabbing someone's leg. But when you grab the extra meat and you squeeze it really hard, he was like pinching me oh, a no. lot. He was like really. Did he think that he it was his being like? I think so, but he was he was hurting me. Oh well, did you express your hurt? Yes, yeah, it ouch. 
<laughs> yeah, I said, I said ouch. And what did he do? Maybe, maybe he was into like BDSM yeah, stuff. Ouch is my safe word. <laughs> maybe he, he was like a BDSM. He was like, oh, maybe he's like into it. No, my safe word is no matter what I say, please continue to hurt me. <laughs> I was to say, do you have a safe word? I've never been in an experience where I had to have a, where I had to have a safe word. No, I don't really engage in um, activity that would require a safe word. Could you see like yourself that. engaging in that kind of activity? Yeah, for sure. If I was, if if, if, if my partner Jacob. Um, one, hi Jacob. Hi Jacob. I saw Jacob in anyway. You know Jacob's parents listen to this podcast. What? <laughs> no, they don't. Yes, they do. Word. Hello, Ritzes. Um, do they do that really? Yeah. That's so awkward. Yeah, yeah. Rose and um, Dean listen to the podcast. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> work. So uh, shout out to the Ritzes. Um, but I feel like if. Um, Jacob wanted to engage in activity that required a safe word, then I would I would be down for it. Can I just say I you know you I've known you for a very long time now, going on eight years. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. And um, you just seeing you in this lovely relationship, I, it's so it makes me so happy. It's so beautiful. Oh, that's amazing. What Jacob comes to town tomorrow? Oh, does he really? Yeah. Why are you changing the topic? Jacob Ritz is coming oh to God. town. Why are you changing the topic, Bob? Are you, I'm not. I'm, I'm still talking about Jacob. Bob is, Bob is so. Bob is, Bob is very shy of tender emotions. I'm not a romantic. You're not. Bob hates all my tender emotions, tender feelings. And I just want to express to you, I think it's very beautiful. No, I don't want to be with you. We smiled a lot today when we saw each other. It makes me I so happy. I called you crying one time. I, you I, did. I it was just, I'm not a romantic. You know I'm not a romantic. Well, I think it's beautiful. You guys are such a cute couple, and you guys are very lovely, and you guys clearly care about each other a lot. And it's um, so beautiful because I, I think that you're so deserving of love because the lovely person that you are, Roberta. Thank you. I just want to point out that before I was dating Jacob, people did love me. <laughs> you know what? Oh, my God. I can't. You're so extra. Um, but anyway, long story short, uh, I've never needed a safe word, but if I, I, I'm not shy to engaging in activity that would require safe words. Yeah, I don't think I would either. I mean, I do like to get rough in sex. Like I'm very that girl, but I don't think I would. Even, I'm bitch. I'm 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 like I'm forward, bitch. I'm built tough. What's up? I do have a safe word picked out though. Do you? Yeah. Can you can you, can you share it with us? Yes, yeah, rutabaga. <laughs> Why? Well, because your safe word should be a word that, <laughs> that cannot be uh, confused for any other word, and it's a word that should not come up at any point during sex for any reason. I think my safe word would be Helsinki. Helsinki, which is where I was last. Right. Maybe that's why it's in, it's in my brain. Um, go to Helsinki. Um, <laughs> Could you oh, imagine? <laughs> Helsinki! Helsinki! Um, which if you were in Helsinki, it would, it would, see, that's why that wouldn't work. Okay, rutabaga. If you had dinner earlier, ruta, what was the rutabaga? When's the last time you ate a rutabaga? Lie. Make a lie. <laughs> go ahead and lie, Monet. No, I'm not like I was in Austin. You know, Austin all like keeping stuff weird. I had a rutabaga salad. I keep forgetting there's no there's no cameras to look at right now. I, just wrote, I was looking at camera too. I had a rutabaga salad in Austin. Anyways, um, our last show was in Helsinki, and uh, it was it was a pretty fun show. I'm gonna give you some real tea. Ooh. This this the, the last show, there was like it was like a snowstorm or something, and mm-hmm. um, we we heard our first show was sold out, but our second show was not. And even though the first show was sold out, like like a third of the audience just didn't show up. Gag. It is a gag. When you walk out and you're like, oh my God, where is the audience? So that means Eureka felt right at home. <laughs> oh my God. Eureka's like, it's back. <laughs> um, <laughs> was, it, it was crazy to perform for like a two-thirds sold audience. Well, it was yeah. sold, but a two-thirds filled audience. Because of a snow. It's, it's, I guess. Here's the thing. Okay. 
to people in the world listening to our podcast, whether you're in Europe or in South America or in Australia, I think as Americans generally, or maybe just myself, I'm ignorant to geography of other... <coughs> Excuse me, I just burped. Let me get back up. Oh, God. When they, some comments came out of my mouth. <laughs> Austin. Oh, Austin came back. They're really making a salad. With that ranch. <laughs> I was, I'm like a little ignorant to the geography of other places. Like when I was in, in the UK, like I was like Baba Shook that it was cold and snowy. I was like, it gets cold and snowy. Yeah, it gets, it gets cold in hell. Such it's idiot. cold in Helsinki. <laughs> Helsinki is the capital of Finland. Mm. And Finland is in Scandinavia. Which Where is, is Scandinavia in proximity to the to your to, to the UK? So it's like so it's east and north. Yeah, yeah. Hels- Helsinki is about an hour ferry from Russia. Oh, oh, so it gets fucking cold. Yeah, it gets pretty cold. Yeah, like muffs, like Siberian. It was cold. It was very cold. I mean, I've experienced colder in New York City before, but it was it was definitely cold. Do you remember that summer, though, that winter in New York City when it was like literally? Do you remember that that winter in New York City when it was literally like oh the coldest winter, like yeah. two degrees, like literally two degrees. I remember the one where it was negative sixteen. Negative sixteen. Yeah, that, that's has to be windshield. You can't. That can. That's not yeah, a real. Maybe it was a windshield mistake. I was about to say that's not how that works. Not in fucking Alaska. But there's a picture of me if you go to my Facebook where I'm wearing just like a little mask, like one of those burglar masks. Work with a full face. <laughs> I had to like go to work, take the train, and full face, but just like my little eyes cut out with like my makeup in it. What Rob is, what Rob, what Bob is not telling you is that he he uh, immediately robbed the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Um, give me all your money Thank you so much. Um, if you enjoy the show, my name is Bobby Drag Queen. If you didn't enjoy this Robin, I'm on exchange. Uh, we should do a whole episode about uh, trope jokes that drag queens tell. Trope jokes? Yeah, like jokes that every drag queen tells. Like, if you enjoy the show, my name is Bob. If you hated it, my name is Money Exchange. You're right. Oh, they love that. But I think it only works. Keep drinking. The more you drink, the more we look like women. Yeah. Oh, I, I I stopped that like my first year of drag. Yeah, I I don't tell the joke. Anymore. I don't tell the if you hated it. I'm so and so. I don't do that one anymore. I only do it when I know it's a crowd that that is very. Sp- it doesn't deserve good stuff. <laughs> that is very specific. Like so, like that would be a very funny for a heavily a heavily sibling rivalry attended audience because they love our banter and the way that we talk to each other. Have you had any? Uh, did you guys have any interesting experiences on uh, Drag Queen Christmas? Uh, we have had some very interesting experiences on a drag queen uh, Xmas. Or with fans or anything like that? Uh, I'm trying to think. I can tell you one of mine, what you think. We met the queen of Nor- uh, the princess of Norway. Oh, we get it. All of y'all tweeted about it. Okay, whatever. Okay, only, only Asia tweeted about no, it. No, and Eureka says something on her Instagram live. Like, <laughs> I get they, it. They are royalty dick riding pigs. I was <laughs> fine just like my, oh my little, God. little moment with Martha. Her name was Martha? Her name was Martha. I said, hi, pleasure to meet you. I'm Bob. She goes, my name is Martha. Marta. Marta. And I said, oh, like Martha. She goes, yeah, the Americans would say Martha. I said, my mom's name is Martha. And we had a little bonding experience over that. Her little kid. I don't think she watched Drag Race. I think her kids were watching. Okay, so they came to the show? Yeah. Here's the thing. Okay, how do you feel about this? So at, at a lot of the shows on the Drag and Christmas, there are lots of young kids that come. I mean, like, literally last night in Austin, there was a six-year-old. And me and Cracker on stage, I'm like, pussy, pussy, dick. Oh, we got we to fist that hole and come her. Like, it's like, and then, and then like, mid-show, you go into the audience, you're like, Oh, they're literally six-year-old children here. Well, when I did my tour in Canada, I had Kennedy, who uh, assists me on the road sometimes. Uh, shout out to Kennedy. Kennedy Warner. Shout out Kennedy Warner. Warner. Okay, I'm going to say Davenport. She's assisting now work. <laughs> yeah, yes. Kennedy Davenport is my sister on the road. Um, I wish you could keep... She's good because she can keep both one eye on you, one eye on the money. One eye on the, on the money. <laughs> so shit. Uh, she got, uh, anyway, um... <laughs> 
And, you know, when kids go to the meet and greet, then she just goes to the parents and says, just so you know, this is a very adult. I mean, the show is PG-13. Your okay. show is rated R. No, it's not rated R. Bob, I have heard you talk and I just audio. Okay, Bob, you talk about don't and don't make an R rating. No, it was violence about the... and uh, gratuitous. Sexual, Bob. You, Bob, you in your standup, you 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 make jokes about sucking dick like you're eating hot wings. That is rated R content, Miss Thing. <laughs> don't try to use my Miss Thing on me, Miss Thing. That is rated R. But I didn't make any jokes about sucking dick like hot wings in my last show, and there's none of that in Crazy Black Lady. Um, coming to a town near you, probably, probably not. Um, we will be coming to Saskatoon soon. Anyway, Saskatoon, Saskatoon, which is in Canada, honey. Um, but she goes, hey, just so you know, you know, this show has, and then the parents are like, they want to see it, they want to see it, so that's what's popping. Work. Yeah, I I always feel a little awkward. I'm like, Ugh. but I think, but also, oh, this will this will happen. So we so we did we did um the Christmas we did a Christmas tour and we yeah. did a stop in um L A and the the venue in L A they allowed us to have like all of these like pyrotechnics and this and that and the oh, other. Hey, I heard about this. <laughs> the video of this. I was sure there is. So I mean, we had like little like fog things before, but I mean. They had fire. They had all these things, and then during during the show, like the production got really trigger happy, and it's like fire. Like Thorgy is literally playing Silent Night. (laughs) (laughs) It was the craziest thing, girl. I was like, I wish Bob was here because you got a tickle out of it. Well, uh, so uh, we had a snow machine, like an actual snow machine that comes down. Oh, work! And it it went off while Sharon Neal sang the song "Snow Machine." Sarah Sunny has a song goes, Snow Machine. We're gonna bump it to the left like a snow machine. It's about cocaine. Oh, got it. So at one point in one of the towns, bitch, it was like a fucking a blizzard. I mean, she was like, soon as she goes, Snow Machine, it did not come down and trickle. It just started just falling from the ceiling. Non-stop snow. And Sharon's like, like a snow machine. <laughs> And then she started, and then she started, we started making jokes where she just says like, too much snow machine, please kill the snow machine. Oh my god, that, that, that's what I saw. I saw a picture of you and Sharon in, in a meet and greet together. I was like, after doing one meet and greet with Sharon Needles, I will never do one with her again. And I saw that, I was like, Bob must have lived his life. Okay, I started liking, I mean, I started liking doing the meet and greet with Sharon. Um, Why? Well, if you just say in the beginning, Sharon, you know you be talking a lot. And then she'll be like, well, I want to get out of here quick too. <laughs> Um, and then we kind of just do this thing where, and she's really, Sharon is really funny. Oh, I, I agree. Sharon is very funny. Like, you guys won't... don't, I mean, Sharon does not burn herself as a comedy queen because I think she enjoys the spook factor. Yeah. But you guys don't get it. Sharon Needles is really fucking funny. She also wrote a lot of Trinity's jokes for Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, yeah, I heard. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, that is a real gag. So I heard about how episode four, of three. three of All Stars 4. Fully leaked, but I turned out how it leaked. How oh. they put it up on Wow Presents Plus. Plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was World of Wonder, bitch. They put it up for like twelve minutes, which is enough time. Oh, girl, for, literally, he's crazy. Ass oh, fans. bitch, I have it on my phone the whole episode. That is crazy. Well, we'll talk about it officially in a week. But uh, no, we talk about it now. The fans, I mean, it, but, but the thing is, if you guys look at yeah, if you guys go out and look at um, Snatch Game from Battle of the Seasons. Sharon Needles does Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, does she? Yeah, and she's... I mean, Sharon Needles is just so fucking funny. Well, you know, my thing with doing a Caitlyn Jenner thing, and, and now I, we all know that Gia Gunn is a fucking monster, I was like, if they put... 
because Caitlyn Jenner is a trans character and Gia Gunn is allegedly this trans activist now. I, Not allegedly. Facts <laughs> of facts, America. America! <laughs> Can't you say this? Something about Monique's voice. I don't like her voice. Ty, Audra's boyfriend pointed out to me, he was like, listen to the episode. She just goes, ah! Ah! Oh, and I was like, oh my God, she does. Like, every five minutes, just, this ah! Is- I hate. I just don't like her voice. I love Monique's voice. I think, I, I think it's funny. I like her singing voice. She has a great oh, voice. Oh, great. But her speaking voice is unbearable. It's yeah. not pleasant to hear. Bob, that is not... So, I said what I said. So you think that you just fucking Lou Rawls over here. People want to hear your I fucking raspy ass. I Jones, the house down boots. I have a very soothing voice. Simba. My voice is very soothing. Um, <laughs> Everything the light touches is yours. One day. Um, I think my voice is soothing. I can't. I, 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 it's one of those things. I can't tell if you're trying to be funny. What or do you want me to say? Uh, let me read this pack. Of, uh, this, this this makeup package. You ready? No, read. Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Here we go. Um, <clears throat> ingredients: water. All right, let me do it in my normal voice. <laughs> this is my normal voice. Ew. Neutrogena makeup remover, cleansing towelettes. Uh, gentle, ultra soft cloths offer you you superior cleansing and makeup removal at your fingertips. That's my normal voice. Okay, I'm gonna read that same I'm, thing. I'm Let me show you how it's but done. But don't try to do it like a. I can, I can put on a voice too. Okay, no, but, but, but bitch, put on a voice. This is acting honey. It's acting honey. Should I put on like a like a like a, a, a man? Whatever voice? your a men's voice. Neutrogena makeup removing cleansing towelettes. Gentle. Ultra soft cloths offer you superior cleansing and makeup removal at your fingertips. All right, let's let's see your regular voice. Which, which, which one do you do? I read the the, the, the read, read your, your regular Kevin Kevin Requiem for a dream. <laughs> voice. Gentle ultra soft cloths offer you superior cleansing and makeup removal at your fingertips. All right, now let's get let's let's uh you get <coughs> the, the roll. Hey, yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> You better shut your mouth right now. I was, ooh, that was so bad. Okay. Gentle, ultra soft cloths offer you a superior cleansing and makeup removal at your fingertips. Now, you have a great voice. Use daily for clean, fresh, makeup-free skin in one easy step. I mean, you have a you have a really great uh your your voice is is better than mine, but also this does not negate the fact that I don't like Monique's voice. <laughs> I don't like the way her voice sounds. I just don't like the way it sounds. Okay, we have some discussion topics. All right, so we're, I mean, we're going to talk about a bit about uh I want to talk about the holiday season, and uh and by the holiday season, what do you consider the holiday, holiday season? Itty bitty piggy, you know what I'm talking about? No, what is that? That's a Mickey. I was on the plane. That's how it starts. Holiday season. That's holidays to produce. Anyway, go ahead. Oh. oh, I was on the plane with the Wayne. Oh you can call me Nikki or go to hell, man. Listen on the baddest. Oh, okay, Bob. We need to. Excuse me, honey, but the baddest in my lane. When you was in New York, you, you was, was fucking, fucking the Yankee. Yankee. I was fucking with bass. I was pitching the Frankie. Frankie. These bitches so cranky. Get in my hanky. I'm Ooh, like, I'm cold. Get in my blanky. Okay. Shout out to Nikki. We were just saying today that Nikki does have the best lyrics. Oh, her band. lyrics are great. And Cardi B is a great artist, but Nikki is a great lyricist. I love saying the things that Cardi says. Because like, they're ridiculous. I need a baby. I, well, I got a baby. I need some money. Uh, I need cheese for my eggs. But the the, verse, the idea of the lyrics being, I got a baby. I need some money. <laughs> Whereas you have Nikki being like, I came, um, um, 
I killed the queen, the Alexander McQueen. This I got came the, up in it a little bit self-centered, but the I killed the queen. The, the Alexander McQueen. McQueen got the wrist on glow, the barbers on pole. Got the shimmy, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yo. What the fuck I look like, bitch, I run this town. I ain't coming out for less than a hundred thou. Man, last time I checked, I was bubbling now. Gotta turn down shows. Out of Dublin now? Wait, wait, hold on. Maybe they ain't give that there. They could live a hundred horses when I switch that gear. Then I swerve on a sort of like I did that there. Then I push the button. No, no, sit back. You're like, that is brilliant. She's amazing. It's brilliant. She's amazing. That was Hello Good Morning. Um, from it's uh the, the remix of Hello Good Morning. Oh, the remix. Yeah, the remix of Hello Good so Morning. So good. Um, but we're gonna talk about the Yule. How do we get on that discussion? I don't know. We're gonna talk about the Yuletide season. What do you consider the Yuletide the season? I think it's all the Yuletide holidays, Christmas. But to say I don't know what the fuck a Yuletide is. The Yuletide is like this time of year. Is that what that is? Yeah. Then what is a so what is a Yuletide? Where the fuck the log come from? It's a Yule log, not a Yuletide log. It's a Yule log. I don't think that's right. It's called a Yule log, not a Yule Tide log. Well, okay. This is not up for debate. I'm telling you right now, it is called a Yule log. Okay, I, okay I, I, you don't have to look it up. I agree. You, I, I believe you. Oh my Anyways, God. Um, and it is, um, it is uh, like Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Hanukkah Winter and, Solstice. And, and the New Year. Okay, so what is Winter Solstice? Winter Solstice is the darkest day of the year. But people celebrate that. It's like a, it's like a, it's it's like yes, a holiday. Yes, for pagans, it's a day, and it is the it is the shortest day of the year. It's also the darkest day of the year, and it's for pagans. And, but people so, like there's like a celebration. Yes, pagans. Okay, so what does a what does a winter solstice celebration look like? Oh, I've never been to one. I also I also can't really tell you what a Kwanzaa celebration really. Is. I know it's like something about candles. Wow, Bob, you you have not even. Okay, Kwanzaa is a made up holiday. Show the fuck is Christmas. Show I know. The fuck is not... I, I I know. So what? So, so why, why are you trying to bring it up? Don't try to wow because I'm black. You don't celebrate <laughs> Kwanzaa either. I never said I did. I just I, first of all, so I just said Bob is completely projected. I literally looked at him and said, "Wow," and he just went off on that whole thing. Why you are were you projecting saying, why, why your. Why are you saying wow? Then? I'm saying wow. Saying uh, what did you say? See. <laughs> All I said, I don't celebrate Kwanzaa. And you went, wow. No, you said something else. I, said, I don't know about Kwanzaa. I, I don't. I, okay, first of all, Kwanzaa is a, is, is a holiday that's, that my mom is older than Kwanzaa. Okay, Bob, but you listen. Black uh, Af- African Americans are just two hundred years old, bitch. Yeah, I know. I don't. I, okay, so we're still I, making up our traditions. I don't fuck with Kwanzaa on that. I don't celebrate Kwanzaa. <laughs> Why not? And you don't either, bitch. Stop acting like you do. But you I celebrate. am going to start. Well, you got you got two days. I have a Kanara. You, you got to figure it out. Go get your candles. Bitch, Kuja Jakalela, bitch. Kanja and Wamanju and no. Wakanda forever. <laughs> this candle represents uh, the day that Black Panther ate the flower that made him Black Panther. <laughs> Kwanzaa is a celebration. What it is that Kwanzaa is? I I, I interviewed this man about Kwanzaa. I, I really did. I really okay. Did. And he taught me a lot about it. And Kwanzaa, honestly, learning about it, I was like, okay, this is really dope. I don't doubt that it's dope. I just don't participate and I'm not interested. I don't want to do Kwanzaa. But I'm intrigued why you want to do Christmas or you want to do Kwanzaa. Okay, I don't want to do... First of all, I don't engage in any actual Christmas celebrations besides the secular ones that are made... Which, by the way, Kwanzaa is also a fully secular holiday. But the ones that I was raised with, I was raised celebrating Christmas. I was not raised celebrating Kwanzaa. So which raise yourself celebrating Kwanzaa now? I don't want to fucking celebrate Kwanzaa, Monet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I barely want to celebrate Christmas. But I have the day off and everyone around me is doing shit. So I'm like, here, here's a gift. I participate in the bare minimums of Christmas. 
<laughs> Sometimes here's a gift. <laughs> I'm not a big gift giver in my life. I don't. I, when have you ever seen a Christmas tree in my house? Never not once. I don't do Christmas decorations. Yeah. I, I don't do any. I don't. I don't really celebrate. Well, I think that now we are time in the world, Bob, where we could we we should do our best, especially people with black influence, that we should do our best to maybe. You know, give Kwanzaa a little, a little nod. I believe in a lot of black stuff. I don't fucking want to celebrate Kwanzaa. I just don't want to. Y'all can. Look it up. <laughs> I don't want to celebrate Kwanzaa. Gotta say my whole life, I never met an, another black person who has celebrated Kwanzaa. No Kwanza. one celebrates Kwanzaa except that guy you interviewed. <laughs> He's the only person who every, every night at the Christmas store, because I do a Kwanzaa number, Cracker does a Hanukkah number, and on, at the show, I'll be like, does, any cracker, does anyone celebrate Hanukkah? Wow! Anyway, celebrate Kwanzaa is literally always one white dude in the back, like yeah. Yeah, no one celebrates Kwanzaa. <laughs> That's Jacob terrible, though. Hanukkah. Does he? Yeah. Jacob oh yeah, your boyfriend is Jewish. Yeah. Wow. He looks Jewish, doesn't he? No, I don't. I don't think he looks Jewish. You don't think Jacob looks a little Jewy? No, I don't think Cracker looks Jewy either. J- oh, Cracker is a J E double U, honey. The nose, the hair, the eyes. <laughs> the money. <laughs> well, hey, why would you say that? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess, but also I grew, I grew up in Brooklyn, and I've seen Jews in my life. Oh, you talk about Hasids, honey. Yeah, so but the first time I saw a Hasidic Jew, I swore to God it was a uh, uh, what do you call those people who don't use electricity? Uh, Amish. But I thought they were Amish. I came in here and I was like, "There's an Amish person on Rosewood Island." <laughs> Yeah, but I've seen it all my life, so it doesn't really bother me. I had never seen it. It was, it was like, never different. I, thought, I didn't know. I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe it. Why were you so shocked to see an Amish person? In the city? How You can't get to the city without touching technology. True. So I was like, how did you end up on Roosevelt Island of all places? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, wait. So we're talking about the, the Yuletide season? What's that, what are we talking about? Yeah, we're talking about the Yuletide season. And uh, we talk, we're, in this moment, we're talking about what we celebrate. But I have a couple of questions for you about 2018. I'll be talking questions for you about 2018. Okay, well, do, you want, do you want to lead in since you have questions? No, you go first. Something tells you didn't have it. What was your most memorable moment for 2018? Oh, being on RuPaul's Drag Race. Bitch, this... Did you do Drag Race? <laughs> Twice! Well, what's, what's more memorable, being on Drag Race or being on All Stars? I would have to say being on Drag Race initially because, you know, that's when you're thrust into the fold. Here's a, here's a realty. All Stars is great, but being on the initial show is the big thing. I mean, wow. All <laughs> All stars, yes, people love all stars, all that thing. But when is is when you get on the initial show is like the thing, like oh my god, I am on RuPaul's Drag Race, like it's fierce. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, being on Drag Race is crazy. It's life changing. It's fucking crazy. It's life changing. It literally changes your entire life. What about you? What was your biggest memory of 2018? Well, I think for me, it was doing Angels in America. Really? Yeah, being I mean I was there for 6 months. It was so crazy for me to be on on that sh- in that show. It was completely different than anything I've ever done in my life. Mhm. Um you're also gone for so long. Ugh. Yeah, and honestly I really loved it. It it and it taught me that I think what I really want in my life is to be able to make the money I make on the road, but I want to be in one spot. Mm-hmm. Like I want a fucking Vegas show or a, or a New York City residency like I I have, coming in the six months I have been home, less than six months, five months, I came back in July, I've done four tours already. That's crazy. That's too yeah. many. Yeah. I did Work the World. I did Club Kids uh, Battle Roast. I did My Canada Tour. And then I just finished up Christmas Point. Oh my God, that's, that, I just, wow, that's, that's a lot. Same. It's, it's, I, I'm, I did five. I got one more than you. <laughs> you have more time. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's too, I, and I realized, you know, doing the Canada tour, I was like, yeah. I, I, 
I think a big moment for me, probably actually one of the most memorable moments for me was doing the Vogue Theater in Vancouver, Canada, because I was at the Vogue Theater and I realized when I got there, I was, like, I was just here a month and a half ago with Work the World and I sold it out by myself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe I don't need to be on these group, these big group tours. Because when I first got off Drag Race, I sold my show at the Gramercy, uh, Suspiciously Large Woman at the Gramercy. Which I, is available on, on, available on, on iTunes, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. And iTunes. Um, and I, I bought it. You know that. Did you really? <laughs> Thank you. I bought Soak It Up on Amazon and on iTunes. I didn't buy Press Race. I just illegally downloaded it. I believe you. Um, <laughs> but I, um, you know, when I, the, the, the promoters who came to see my show, they were like, this show is funny. And it is good, but we cannot tour it right now. There's just too much going on. Yeah. At the time, there was Battle of the Seasons, uh, Divas of Drag, uh, Peter and Murray, um, Work the World, uh, and I think there's probably uh, oh uh, Drag uh, Queens for the Cure. There was like five, or oh, and and, uh, and uh, Drag Queens of Comedy. There were six. Now it's like twelve tours going on. There's probably more now. And they were like, we just can't. They were like, we just don't think it's got idea. So I, I I internalized it, and I was like, I can't I can't have my own show. I can't do. What Bianca does. Then I went back to that same theater I was at with all those girls. Mm-hmm. Aquaria, Asia, Cameron, Eureka, Kim, yeah. Violet, and Valentina. And I sold the whole thing out by myself. Yourself. It was crazy. Well, here's my thing on the whole one woman shows. Because here's the thing. So a lot of people are doing things and calling it one woman shows. And I feel like that does a disservice. Because everyone is... Bitch, you're not doing a one woman show if you're doing two solo numbers. You know what I'm saying? I think that doing a one woman show really separates the kids from the adults. Because that is because that is not a cast of nine girls who sell a theater. That is you on stage by yourself for an hour, an hour and a half, doing your thing. And that I, I think that that's way more remarkable. And being able to sell out a venue doing that is fucking fierce, bitch. I think that being able to sell a show and being able to do a show are two completely different things. And there's a lot of girls who can't fill, who can't sell a show who definitely can do one. This is true. You know what I mean? Um, but anyway, in 2019, I definitely want to go forward and do more solo stuff. Now that I don't like, honestly, the group stuff is fun. But I'm just, I gotta. Yeah. To to quote Freddie Mercury, I gotta break free. I got to is that Freddie Mercury? Mm-hmm. I wanna break free. Work. I got to break free from your lies. You're so self satisfied. I don't need you. We also, by the way, to all all of our siblings out there, we have to get Naomi back on the podcast. Oh, she she wants to. She 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 wants to on tour. She's like, oh my god, I want to do an episode again. It was really funny having her. Okay, what is one of your biggest regrets in 2018? Ooh, my biggest regrets from 2018. Uh, I don't really think I have any regrets. America, I don't. I really don't think that I have. <laughs> I know you're fully normal. You're getting higher and higher. <laughs> I don't really think I have any regrets from 2018. I mean, I, I was a lot more calculated in 2018 than I have been in the past. Like me and my management team, we're just going stronger and stronger. And we can announce now that Monet and I are under the same. Yes, we're under the same representation. Um, I kind of want to spill some tea about your old manager. Is that against the? It's probably against the rules. Oh yeah, girl. Yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. Going down, down, baby. Sweet, sweet, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying we're not naming the management, but they lost a lot of girls last year. They did. You, Monique. You cannot. You cannot say all that. I'm not saying. Do not. Sasha. (laughs) Do not stop. I can't stop. You said you're not stop. I mean, stop, stop. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't say one name, but if you guys look up who left, <laughs> you know, what man they were with, then uh, anyway, me and Monet are the same management. We are, which I'm hoping will really help us out getting our um, podcast mm-hmm. and our live tour popping. I think so. 
So no regrets. No regrets. I don't. I really don't think I have any regrets. I'm. I'm thinking really hard. So I think it was a great year for you. It was. It really was. Do you have any um, regrets from 2018? Not necessarily 2018. I mean, 2018 was a great year, and I think. I, here's my thing. I think if you if you do not leave a year regretting certain things, something is wrong. There's there's not there's no way that there's, you, there's nothing that you don't regret from the year. I mean, maybe there's something I would have done different, but nothing crazy. Like yeah. I would have maybe prepared harder for certain gigs or something, but not, not like nothing like a major. Regret. Yeah, no major regrets. Yeah, I don't think I have a major regret either. I just wish I would have just. Oh, I do have a regret. I uh, I had to file an extension for my taxes because I wasn't able to get them done in time. I wish I didn't do that. <laughs> But I got them done. What's what's wrong with filing an extension? I did an extension. It's just better to do it on time. Why? I just, it's it, it, a stitch in time, Monet. A stitch in time saves nine. It, a stitch in time is more than just a movie. Anyway, uh, my regrets. I don't have a regret. I mean, I you know, I don't really have a regret. I just I wish I would have done something certain, certain things differently and not went down certain pathways. But no regrets, really. It is what it is. No regrets, middle finger. Because the truth is, no matter how shitty some situations went or how things turned out, I firmly believe this. That everything happens for a reason. And if I if that situation didn't happen, then something else would not have happened that I needed to. You know what I'm saying? Do you have any holiday traditions? No, I'm not a big. I, here's the thing. I, 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 you, I, you probably noticed about me too. I'm not a big holiday person. I'm not a big Thanksgiving person or Christmas person. Or I'm I'm not really a big Hollywood person. I hate. I like just being in my apartment by myself. You're I'm not, a loner. You're not going home to your family. I am gonna go see them, but I, I I'm not in like Brooklyn or Saint Lucia. In Saint Lucia, I'm not like I'm not like getting off going to go see my family. I'm like okay, I have to go do this, you know. Where and when are you going to Saint Lucia? I'm going next summer. Me and oh, Kamika going, but not for the holidays. No, I'm going to Brooklyn. My family to see my family in Brooklyn. Oh, you going? You get you got to get on the, the A train. Bitch, hell no! I'm getting an Uber. Bitch, I got, I'm on tip. I got money, honey. Ooh, must be nice. <laughs> we are taking Monet's brand new. I know. Okay, do you like my apartment? It is very. Um, there's nothing on the walls. Yet. There's just one picture. No, there's, there's one ram head. There's on the a wall. whole wall over there of stuff. What are you talking about? The wall. You as soon as you walk in, it's a wall full of shit. Name three things on the wall. There's a there's a hand mirror. There are, there are uh, deer horns. There's a three picture. Like where's what, the boomerang I gave you? They're on the wall, bitch. Go um, look it up. Go look it up right now. Go have your cigarette, bitch, because it's done. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you a joke. I told them uh, up the road, I would go, uh, can you name uh, Santa's reindeer? They would name him. I'm like, of course, Santa's most angry reindeer, the Vixen. <laughs> <laughs> go have your cigarette, Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> ah! um, <laughs> go have your cigarette, Rudolph. Because it's done. Do you have any, because it is done. Do you have any, um, any, do you do New Year's resolutions? I don't. But here's the thing. For the past few years of my life, I feel like the universe has just been bringing me broke-ass niggas. So, so... so but, yeah. I say, but I say, it's, it's like well, a theme of my love life. a band? A broke-ass nigga? <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. And I'm not, some, I'm not someone who... I don't, I don't mind dating someone who's not necessarily... A, He's spiritually a, broke. <laughs> spiritually broke? He is, it's not just like his pockets miss thing, miss honey, miss thing. <laughs> he is a, a broke guy not going places in his life. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's... And I don't know what it is about me that every... The, the, the three or four people I've dated in my life, it's always been that. I'm like, 2019, I'm not having that. You know, I, I only ever dated... Maybe, maybe I'm attracted in my life. It, 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 there's no other answer besides you're attracting it. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, I have only ever dated one guy. Um, this is the only guy I've ever dated. But I also don't think that me and Jacob have, like, some perfect relationship. We just don't argue a lot mm-hmm. about anything. But also, I think it's because I found someone who's not romantic. 
and that makes it easy for us. But I, right. there is romance in us. Right. We just aren't like you know what I mean. I don't know Traditional how to romantics. It. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like I'm very happy. I was last night. I was thinking to myself. I was like, oh man, I really hope that uh, I just can't wait for for Jacob to come in town. Aww. Oh my gosh, we're done. Moving. Okay, okay, no, 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 no. Stop. Continue the thought. Like, I, I, I promise I'm gonna be ridiculous. I was like, well, I'm really excited for Jacob to come to town, so I am excited to see him. But we are just both very practical. Like Jacob was like, well, you know, because you know a lot of these these uh gigs will pay to have someone fly with us. Mm-hmm. So Jacob's coming to Boston. We're going to uh, be together for the Christmas show in Boston. Mm-hmm. But then also, I'm going to go somewhere else and Jacob's going to... When I go to Columbus, Ohio, Jacob's going to stay in New York and like hang out with his like friends because he went to school here. Work. See, I love that. Oh, yeah, this fucked up knee, bitch. This bad knee, girl. My knee, my knee's bad. So my resolution is... Uh, I'm not kind of like lightly talking to this guy on being he's a doctor. Which I'm like, see, I, I'm putting out this energy. And but you can be, you can have a good job and still be spiritual. This is this is true. But this guy seems like he has this together a little bit. Where do you live? He lives in New Jersey, in Wayne, New Jersey. Well, we're, we're done. Cut it off. What? No, he lives in New Jersey. <laughs> what did I say? That's literally across the bridge, bitch. No. And folks uh, in New Jersey, I'll wait trying to convince you that it's not that long of a trip to get back to I used to live in New Jersey and I have a car, so. And let me guess, it wasn't that long, huh? <laughs> Folks in New Jersey love to tell you how long it takes to get to Midtown. Folks in New Jersey love to tell you, oh, it's only 30 minutes to Midtown. Anyway. How long did it get to Midtown from where you were? It was not 30 minutes. I never knew exactly how long it took to get to Midtown. Like about about an hour, but that's when I used to live in Central Jersey. Everyone knows how long it takes to get to Midtown. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you. I don't have a New Year's resolution. I don't really do New Year's Year's resolutions, but you know what I hate more than anything? When you go on Facebook, folks be like, if I delete you. Uh, coming new January first, I'm going to be deleting people. So I hate so that if shit. Wanna, if you want to stay on, put your name in the bottom. Say something. I Otherwise, hate I'm that. Off, and if you make the cut, good for you. It's like fuck off. I, I hate I, that. I, them. I, I delete them. At that or or I want to say, you comment comment on this post if you want to still be my friend for the new year. And I comment bye. I'm going to do that. Let's let's see what you do. Do what? I'm going to post that on my on my Facebook. Uh, listen, I am I am nothing if I'm a man of my word. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts on Actually, the I was say Tajik did this thing online where he goes, "These are the only people that I'm keeping," and he had this list of people that he was keeping. And then when you read through all the names at the bottom, it was like, "Just so you know, these are all names I made up. No one's actually on this list. I just want to see if you would read it." Word. That shit cracked me up so hard. I love Tajik. He's so funny. Uh, what are your thoughts on the idea that a year can be bad? Like, like, do, do you think like like a year in itself can be bad? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the year Trump got elected, that felt pretty bad. But it, think, it felt bad. I was like, this does not feel good. But that's not a reflection of the whole year. There were other great. That was a year that you. No, it wasn't your year on your season. But you put things on scales, and if one side of the scales outweighing the other side, then that's the dominant side. And I think that was a bad year for America. America. Not bitch. Honestly, not just, for the world. Yeah. So I think it was a bad year. I think this year is looking a lot better. I think that people are coming to their wits. Hashtag resign. Hashtag Trump resign. Oh, what's, this, what's the hashtag? Hashtag resign now. Hashtag. You, but you know when you on when you on these tours, I have no idea what's going on in the world. Oh, you come back and you be like, oh, the, oh, there's been a coup. Right. Like I have no idea what's going on in the world. I have not a clue. It's Trump resigns. Hashtag Trump resign. There's a, yeah, because you know this whole one of the big things is there is the government is on um the the, the, the shutdown. shutdown right and not, on top of that the government is shut down um. 
There's a GoFundMe to build a wall. Do you know about this? Oh, I, yeah, oh I heard about it. And like they have raised $12 million. Here's the thing. When white people want to get something done, my nigga, they have banded together. They have raised $12 million in five days to build a fucking wall. Bitch, when Katya lost Drag Race, they gave her $80,000 in three days. Did they? <laughs> yes. They, yeah, Katya Grace, 80. You know that Katya, when she lost no. Drag Race, she got $80,000. Thousand. Did she start a GoFundMe or someone did it on her behalf? She started it. It was for her one woman show, Help Me, I'm Dying. And she raised eighty thousand dollars. Then she quit drag. Gag. And then she quit drag. And also, that's tax free, bitch. I mean, the trick is money is taxed. I mean, a lot of money is taxed. I know. And then again, I am girl. Twelve million or billion? Million. It's is at twelve million dollars. And what are they trying to raise to build the wall? But say, but what, how much is what is the goal? Oh, I think it's about a billion dollars. So they're not gonna reach their goal. They're not, but that is a lot, twelve million dollars. It's crazy. It's crazy. God. But also remember, you you remember who Trump said was gonna pay for that wall? A Mexico. Yeah, you think any Mexicans? Oh, the Mexican the Mexican president was like, "Fuck off." Yeah, under under literally no circumstances, love. <laughs> oh, he's he's Australian. Yeah, the the, the president of Mexico is actually Australian. <laughs> Do you know that, that the richest man in the world is is Mexican? I believe it. Is it Tequila guy? I don't know. No, it's Amazon. I don't know, but the richest man in the world no, is Mexican. No, it's the Amazon guy. The richest man in the world is Mexican. Is he the Amazon owner? I have no idea what he is or who he is. Okay, Google. Oh, God. Who is the richest man in the world? I'm on the exchange. Here is some information about the world. I think you have all the information. It is the Amazon guy. That's not true. It is 100% the owner of Amazon. Well, we have a computer right here. Which is your little whack ass phone. I mean, my phone is going to give you... According to Forbes, um, the richest man in the world is Jeff Bezos from Amazon. Oh, really? Yep. Not even kind of Mexican. Oh. Well, that's all the information I have. Um, fake news. All right. Um, but yeah, no. I also... Yeah, I don't... I mean, I believe if you're going to do something, just do it. You don't have to pick... I mean, it's, it's, it's fine to, to set uh, milestones and dates where you're going to start doing more intense stuff, but, yeah. like, just fucking do it. Yeah, I'm into that. Okay, so let's talk about some Drag Race drama. Okay, first of all, Gia Gunn is absolutely the villain of season... She is... Of, she, of All-Stars 4. Not even All-Stars 4. She's a villain in life, girl. She is a literal supervillain. Why do you think she's a villain? She's just a monster. Dude. She did that whole E.T. thing, just literally not having a positive oh, thing to say about like, any girl yeah, on the cast. Terrible singer, cheap outfits, Bob the Drag Queen Shadow... Um, horrible queen, bad person, horrible mother. I mean, <laughs> like everyone I saw her kick a kitten. Um, everyone, and then there's a video that um, Jay DeFeo showed me of her at she she was performing somewhere in like a burlesque outfit, and at the end she goes, "Man, fuck RuPaul. RuPaul has done nothing but." It. I'm like, RuPaul is the reason you're fucking here, bitch. He thought it's like he thought I was Jay <laughs> I just, I just, and we've talked about this uh, many times on this podcast. This. This this thing of this trend of girls attacking RuPaul like RuPaul is the public enemy number one. It just ba- every time it happens, it baffles me. I just don't get it. How did you feel when Giga walked over to Pheromone during her deliberation with uh, Monique and was like, "I just want to say with me." Was it with you? Oh my god! How you did just... you feel? Oh bitch! I was first of all, I the real tea. I was a little drunk. That's the real tea because <laughs> oh so I had god. I drank my cocktail and um, Pheromone didn't want to drink hers because she was emotional, so I drank hers too. So I was I was a little tipsy. Why did no one pop off on Giga when she was over there harassing Pheromone? 
Monique did. They didn't show. I'm like, it, bitch, go sit. Monique down. did. Monique walked over. Monique was like, "Sis, I love you, but leave her. Leave her alone." Monique did. Also, you know what Southerners do that I'm not into? You don't need to lead in with "I love you." Go sit down. <laughs> You're Southern. One, I don't love you, and go sit down. <laughs> go sit down, clown. She is. Just, I mean, she is a monster. She's nasty, and I'm trying my best to be cordial on social media because. Again, drag this, this is social media. I know this is social media, but, but but I've had it, girl. Like the videos and stuff is like never. Every interview that she does, it is mean and nasty. And what she does is that she comes, she plays an angle that if you disagree with her or if you are not or or, or, or if, if you contradict anything she say, then she plays it to make it seem like you're public enemy number two. The RuPaul number one. <laughs> number two. You know, and so she she does that. It's like it's like it's like this like mind games where you think, oh, I can't disagree with Dia or else I'm gonna be against her struggle and her and, and her life and her rights and it's like no you can disagree with Gia and get her ass in check cause she's being a fucking villain I was like this I do love having her on the show though like, I'm not, oh having her on the show is great TV viewer, I'm like this is this it's great is TV great TV I'm so glad that she's arguing with people and then she's like um you're according to your group also her reads her were laughable her like this, this is literally one of the reads Monique Hart, I know that we're both wearing similar outfits, but the difference is mine was carefully constructed and yours is not done as well as mine. (laughs) Monet Exchange, you are standing before me and you think you are beautiful, but I don't. Literally, that's what it was. Manila, it's like it oh. was so uncomfortable. Look, like her, her and had the most uncomfortable reads because they were just like, "What is happening?" It was like very like. Uh, Can you remember some of them that didn't, that didn't air? Fairmont didn't really tell them. She just she would like say something. She would like do her little chug. She was like Naomi Smalls. Oh, honey. <laughs> Literally like that. I'm like, girl, where's the jokes, girl? So I'll do some 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 tea. I helped Naomi write a lot of her reads, and they were great, which I was very proud of. Uh, I, I helped her write the one that said, uh, "What was the one for Pheromone? Someone someone here that uh, to oh, make me look, me look smart." smart. But yeah. then she said something else about Pheromone. I can't remember what it was. But she came to, to me in Brooklyn, and we like wrote out all. Of well, her. you the one that you gave her about me. You said it to me 19 times. So I was like, I know I know this about Joe. What was it? Which one was you it? Like, you like you like well, next change. This this Monet chain, this Sponge Queen. Let's hope you can suck up some wins. Oh yeah, yeah. Also, did she use the joke I said where I Which go? Uh, I'm so look at the diversity of, of, of body types here. They have two uh, big girls, and Latrice is both of them. <laughs> she didn't say that one. But oh my god, I had some. I, I wrote them down. I had some reads that they did not air. I don't know if I can even find them. Oh, did you guys, okay, so you guys don't know this, but they also cut out some reads that were too problematic. Apparently, Monet and Manila both did Selena. Oh yeah, I'll say mine here. And I'll tell. I'll try my best to tell uh, Manila. Okay, so I was like, Valentina, you call yourself the drag Selena. Let's hope your career ends like hers did. And then, <laughs> and then Manila said, um, looked at her and she goes, "Oh my God, Valentina! Did you like? And she did like it was a gun. And she goes, "Did you stone those types?" So read your um read, uh, read go through your reads and read some reads for oh Valatrice. You also had reads for girls who you thought would be there. Yeah, I thought Angina was gonna be there, and the the, the Angina one we both agreed it was very it was very racy. Remember? But, okay, oh yeah. What's your Mariah Balenciaga read? I was like, I was, oh, I give you this one. You, you give me that one. I was like, okay, Google, who's Mar- <laughs> who is Mariah Balenciaga? <laughs> Oh, your season, you were known for serving face. Now you're known for serving the blooming onion at Applebee's. I wrote that. You did write that <laughs> one. 
I was like, Blooming Onion, the Urban Dictionary for... the, the uh, Blooming Onion, the Urban Dictionary term for Trinity Taylor's ass. That is funny. <laughs> I know she wasn't there. Um, uh, I, was, my, my, I, had, I, oh, I went in on the trees. They didn't show any of my latrice shows. I was like, um, I was like, RuPaul... I was so happy to, to, to I was I was so happy to be a vendor at DragCon this year. You know, speaking of cons, hey, Lajuri. Oh, I gave that one too. All right, Bob. I know you gave it to me. <laughs> I was like, did they arrest you before or after you climbed the Empire State Building? I did say that one. Uh, one time, Latrice wanted to eat a little Mexican, to which she promptly took a bite out of little Kenya Michaels. So she's not just hungry; she's also a racist. <laughs> and um, and oh, I, I I tried to do this one. I was like. I forgot who it was. I was like, "Oh, Monique Hart." Um, on the plus side, congratulations for all of your late on, on, on all on all. Uh, Monique Hart, on the plus side, congratulations on all of your weight loss. On the negative side, looks like Darian or oh, Latrice found it all. I I too put it to Latrice's name. Uh, a joke I wrote for uh, I never got to use it for Monique on the Battle Rose was a lot of you guys don't know this, but Monique Hart is also is actually she's Native American, and judging by her complexion, I say she's Apache. <laughs> Cracker had a good one too. Oh, Cracker had a great one about that too, but I forgot what it was. You would you would get a cackle. You know, Cracker's fucking hysterical. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, your Manila's on jokes. Oh, I was like, oh, good look at Manila. Kimchi, you look great. <laughs> and they said the emphasis on lose one, and I forgot. Oh, I just would kill fashion. Oh, you could say, uh, Team Manila, get your lose on. <laughs> oh, it's time to get your lose on. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Oh, I said this pheromone when they didn't air it. I was, I was like, pheromone, you're like a Capri Sun with a pink, what? With a pink with, but instead of shoving a showdown. Oh, that was a little, maybe that's why, it, it was a little much. Wait, read it, wait, read it, read it. I, I'll read it. You're like a Capri Sun with a, with pink a pink straw. straw, but instead of shoving down your throat is some old man's dick. Yeah, yeah. yeah that one was a lot. That was, that was like a Gia Gun read, girl. <laughs> um, Pheromone, I know that you're a complete whore. <laughs> I think that maybe taking a dick and shoving it down your throat makes you a Capri Sun. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Darian Lake, is there someone fat named Darian Ocean? You give me that one. <laughs> Are they Darian Lake was the first queen to be relieved that Drag Race didn't involve running? That is funny. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good joke. So we have to show him. The re- the la- oh, are you going to be doing the haters roast? I am. Can you help me write some jokes? I am. What? Why can't you write jokes? Can you pay me? Absolutely not. Well, the amount of work I've done for you for free, but I'm going to pay for some jokes. Well, I don't know that I can help you. He going to help me, America. I've helped other girls write jokes in the past, and I they am. pay me, honey. You still owe me for these jokes. Honey. <laughs> Miss Thing, Miss Honey. Wait, I'll ask Bob to help you write jokes, and Bob will literally wait till the last minute to help me write the no, jokes. Okay, no, no, no. I'm like this. When, no, I left, no, no, when I left for All Stars, no, you waited like the night or the day before to help me. No, what happened was Naomi asked me to help her write some jokes uh, so early in advance. So I helped her, and then you came to me, but I had already written all the jokes. And I was like, well, Monet, I don't, I, I've already helped someone, and Monet waits till the last minute. Monet will wait for two days before she goes, and I call her the next day, and she's like, "You wait till the last day." That's the real tea. That's the rapid real. Tea. That's that's the, uh, the 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 real tea, honey. <laughs> we need to talk about the doing about the Gia Gun versus Aquaria because Aquaria went on her live recently, so G- Aquaria was like trashing Gia on her. Rightfully so. <laughs> oh my god, on her 
Instagram Live, which is hilarious because the whole thing she's doing is she's wearing this bunny rabbit filter. I know the fucking bunny filter on it, and I think I think Aquaria made very valid points, but also the little fish because Aquaria has had some questionable behavior herself too as a reigning queen. You can have questionable behavior and still call out questionable. Oh, abso- absolutely, and I think I think that for the most part, Aquaria has done a great job as being the new current fucking reigning. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa! There was only ever one current fucking reigning. Everyone else was just current reigning. Let's just let's get that clear, honey. <laughs> anyway, Aquaria has been a great fucking example of how to win Drag Race and be great. And listen, every, no one's fucking perfect. Yeah, she has she may she may have missed some dates here and there and the other, but I think she's doing a great thing, calling out this problematic ass girl. And I like I like Aquaria. I love Aquaria. And to be, to be very honest, I gotta say this about Jigun. I don't know enough about Jigun. I've had very few interactions with her, and every time they've been perfectly lovely. I've also never competed with Jigun. Me and Jigun did a couple of episodes of uh, Spilling the Tea. With Billboard Pride, and she How was, was that? she was lovely. She she did one thing on set that I thought was very rude. Spill it. Talk talk, talk about it. Don't be don't be a pussy no, for Gia Gun. I, I will say it was, it was it was it was on the show. It wasn't behind the scenes. Jigla Caliente told a story about her sexual assault. She told her a Me Too story, and Gia Gun asked her if she thought it was her if she blamed herself for putting herself in that situation. And at the time, I was so dumb. I didn't know what to say. I was like, Can I believe she just victim blamed Jigla Caliente on this platform? And Peppermint stepped forward and was like, okay, you don't get to blame victims. Good. Peppermint was, she was the one who stepped, because I think, Jiggly, also, I mean, she said it to Jiggly while Jiggly was still crying. Gag. Jiggly was still crying. Gag. From telling the story. And Gia Gun was like, but don't you kind of blame yourself? Gag. For putting yourself in this situation. And I was like, oh, I could not believe she said it. I was so shocked. Jiggly was still crying. Aja was being Aja, and Peppermint being the the brilliant, Peppermint. smart, uh, you know, love her. articulate woman she is, was like, okay, we're not going to victim shame, we're not going to make it seem like sex work is bad, and, you know, bippity boppity boo. I live for everything. She is literally the best. Heaven's everything except on time. <laughs> <laughs> Peppermint, gotta love her, girl. I remember one time when she covered for you at the Monster, and you know, you probably used to have this call time. Yeah. Oh, he, oh, how crazy that people have to show up at work. Okay, the time. call time that you never fucking showed up for. I was okay. First of all, while you talking, I was I was always early to the Monster because I was coming from hardware. I was already in full drag. I was never late to the monster. Well, after after, after you got on the show, she got she got a new attitude, honey. That's that that promptly shifted. Yeah, I was anyway, good from my head to my shoes. <laughs> no, I got a new attitude. And the cause that was like eleven o'clock. Peppermint fully came to the monster at twelve thirty. Like, what's good? <laughs> I was like, work, Peppermint. <laughs> I live. I was like, I get that when I get there. <laughs> I heard they were having to start uh, head off the hills uh, thirty minutes late. I'm <laughs> you know, Valentina's legendarily late. I'm like. Oh, this What's live is going to be oh, everything. It, it, they're going to have to uh, air an episode of, uh, of The Simpsons. <laughs> like, play The Simpsons. Valentina's still getting right. ready. Right? Is it no. true? No, no, no. But she has a makeup artist now. Okay, here's here is well, the. Because she, she has to do uh, like that '90s style makeup. No, she has a she who follows her to her gigs now. Wait, Valentina has week, a full. Chichi is Valentina's makeup artist, and bitch. I, no, no, no. Her name is Chichi Larue, I think. Not she, Chichi Larue. That's the 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 the, the porn director. Oh, there's some. Her name is Chichi something. She's. A, I met her during press week. She's Valentina's makeup artist. She can recreate. Val, she could. She's a fierce makeup artist, and Valentina pays her to do her face every time. 
I am okay. I am obsessed with Valentina. Oh, Can we just have a brief discussion about how she it is, is the best. She's like such a goddess on All Stars. She looked perfect walking in the door. Mm-hmm. She no shave on a. She killed that lip sync. She, oh, she did. I, 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 yes, I agree with that. She is doing such a good job. Like yeah. I am just obsessed with Valentina. Like, I during, love her. During Valentina's season, I couldn't see it for her. I, I was like, why is this bitch acting crazy? And then I toured with her and I realized right. this bitch isn't fucking see, acting. Right. She is crazy. She's a crazy person. She is, you know, she, you know what she reminds me of? Who? B.B.'s a Harbonnet. Like how B.B. is feeling B. B. the is fantasy very crazy, yeah. 24 hours a day. B.B. wakes up in the fantasy. It's like, it's like oh yeah, it's about the drag queen girl. Oh yes, B. honey. Oh yes, honey. Yes. No, 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 no. She's, she's a B.B. <laughs> B.B. Zahara Mexicana. I mean, she is literally <laughs> the Mexican version of B.B. Zahara. Mexicana. Yeah. And uh, filming you with Valentina. I love B.B. Yeah. Filming with Valentina, I was like, oh, I am drinking the Kool-Aid now. I am obsessed I'm, with Valentina. I am, I am a member of the cult. I, I, I'm, I'm going to the church of Valentina. I, I got your candle. <laughs> it, I get why the fans are obsessed with her. And she's just, also, she's incredibly talented. Oh, she's great. She is incredibly talented, and I just, I get it, I get it, I get it. On set, we would, um, every morning, Valentina would have, would have to have her coffee, but not just any regular coffee. <laughs> she would have the French, she would make them make her French, we, we called it the French Vanilla Fantasy. <laughs> and every morning, she had to have her French Vanilla Fantasy before she did her confessionals. It was, so that, so that, so on, so we would just be like, French Vanilla, French Vanilla, Girl, French Vanilla. So we just refer to the French Vanilla fantasy the entire time. Is it true that she took ten hours to get ready for the promo? Yes, that is not. Valentina got there at seven a.m. and she was not ready to film her thing until five, five o'clock. That's that, that's that's not possible. That's what's the. If team. you are doing your makeup over the course of ten hours, what you did at the beginning won't even look good anymore. I don't know how she just resets it with powder. So she took her ten hours to get ready from seven. She got there before. She got there when I got there at seven a.m. She was not done doing her makeup until five p.m. We should do it. Excuse me. We should do a ten-hour makeup challenge one day. <laughs> I I could not even do that. We girl. have to. For we, you and I will sit down in your brand new apartment, and over the course of ten hours, we will nonstop do our makeup. Well, what it, what what it is? In your face would be an inch thick. <laughs> what is it? Her is that she does something, then she walks over. She's like, "Well, Nick, girl, let me tell you, you need to wear more blush." And she talks to you for like ten minutes or twenty minutes, and she go back to do something else, and she come back. like that's what that's what it is. It's like she's feeling. She's like, "I need to feel the fantasy." She's like, she's like, she's like, she's like, I'm not going to getting all of this and not feel the full fantasy, Monet. Do you know what she used to say to people because she, she was always like to the meet and greet. They would say to her, she would say to people, they were like, Valentine, you need to hurry up for the meet and greet." And she'd always go, "Mi amor." I am not like the other girls. <laughs> she would literally say, like, we would be standing right there and she'd be like, I am not like the other girls. I cannot rush. I have to be beautiful. I love her I so can't much. be like them. She would gesture to us. We're all just standing <laughs> I can't be like them. And we're all sitting looking stupid. I mean, so one time we had a big meeting where they were like, we have to have a discussion about, about, um, being on time. And I was sitting there and I was like, no, we need to have a discussion with Valentina about being on time. <laughs> and Valentina was sitting right next to me and Valentina was like, Listen, I am late every day. Do you want me to be angry every day? <laughs> I can't be upset. You want me to be upset because I'm late? I can't be upset every single day. But also, I was like, y'all knew what y'all was getting. Y'all knew she was late when y'all hired her. Right. Like, what is... I am... Let me right now. Just for the record, Valentina's amazing. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I believe it. I believe in Valentina. I am excited about her album. I'm excited about yeah. her rent live. I get it. I It took me... 
too long, but I finally get it. I love it. I love it. Well, when the the couple of days I I covered on Work the World last year, and me and her were doing a meet and greet together, and Valentina would not finish her eye makeup by the meet and greet. So she wear glasses. And oh, the glasses, yeah. Oh, yeah. So she have phone glasses on. And the fans would come and be like, Valentina, um, can you please take off your glasses so that we can take the picture? No, mi amor. And, and then take the picture. And then take the picture. And like, please, please, like, no. <laughs> have you seen the picture of Valentina swatting away a fan's arm and trying to hug her? No, I want to see that. <laughs> it's so funny. Yes. I'm just so, let me try, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a, I am obsessed with Valentina. She, I'm so excited about Rent Live. I think she, I genuinely think she's gonna be the best part of the show. Not even kidding. I agree. Not even kidding. No, um, uh, um, Brandon Victor Dixon <laughs> is fierce. The guy from Jesus Christ Superstar as well. Yeah, he's great. Oh, he's amazing. But Valentina's gonna be the best part of the show. Collins and and Collins and and and, and Angel are gonna. Collins be fierce. is gonna be amazing. Valentina will steal the show. Mark my words. Why do you think Emmy, so? Emmy nominations, honey. No. Hen- oh yes, honey. No. Angel is also not even a, a very supporting role, honey. Okay, maybe she won't get an Emmy nomination, but. Also, Delta Work, I wanted to be the first girl, drag race girl to win Amy. Delta Work fucking beat me too. She got you, girl. She fucking beat me. Valentina. Can you can you get Emmys for commercials? <laughs> I don't know. Bitch, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> you are so shady. We'll post a video on our uh, uh, Facebook page. We have a Facebook page? On our website. We have a website. You have a website. Oh, my God, guys. If you want to become a true sibling, mm-hmm. you can support us on our Patreon. It will help us make better content. Y'all always talking about how our sound quality is kind of crunchy. Y'all see our crunchy-ass green screens. We are trying to get some uh, some Trixie and Katya-level <laughs> uh, professionalism up <laughs> in this Professional. So, if you guys go to our Patreon, uh, and, and, the, and if you guys give, then our content will just get... It, it'll become a higher and higher quality each time. Go to SiblingRivalryPodcast.com and click on Support. Sibling Rivalry is proudly presented by The Only Productions. We'd like to thank Mitch Farina, our executive producer, and you, the fans, and especially all of our siblings who have joined us on Patreon. Yes. We really thank a lot of the listeners, but the siblings, we really appreciate it. Um, your uh, fiscal contributions really help our podcast. All right, calm down, bitch. Go so email uh, uh, from, uh, PBS and uh, viewers like you. And viewers like you, yeah. And listeners like y'all. And hey, what a wonderful co- Arthur, PBS. You're anyway. not watching Arthur. Loser. Thank you guys. Peace.